I just want to jump into the scene and give my absolute best performance. That is what most actors say. But to get to that best performance, there are some really boring things we have to do to get there. And that's what we're diving into in today's episode. You are listening to Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, aspiring actors. With me, Louise, the artistic director of Standby Method Acting Studio. And every week, I'll be talking with you and sharing how you can become a paid, working, unstoppable actor because you 1000% can. An acting career is doable. Are you ready? Hello, hello, welcome to another juicy episode of Unstoppable Actors. I mean, that's the aim really, the aim of every single one of these podcast episodes is to get you towards becoming an unstoppable actor because you might not feel like one right now, but if you put to use everything that is shared and talked about in this episode, you will definitely be miles ahead of where you are now and you will be much, much closer to becoming an Unstoppable Actor. And if you don't know who I am, you're brand new to Unstoppable Actors, welcome. It's so good to have you here. I make these episodes for people like yourself who need that guidance, need that extra push, need to know a little bit more about acting. And if you are returning to the Unstoppable Actors podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. I love having you here. As always, I'm going to ask you, take a a selfie of where you're listening to the podcast and tag us in it on Instagram at Standby Method Acting Studio. And we will share this to our stories. We will share the best ones. Why would you want to do that? Because it helps you raise your profile, which is what it's all about, right? Anyway, if you are new to the Unstoppable Actors podcast, I'm Louise. I'm the artistic director and founder of Standby Method Acting Studio. I've been coaching actors for 12 years. Can you believe it? 12 years. I've been taking them from unknowns with empty CVs, very little experience, all the way to Netflix dramas, TV soaps like Coronation Street, Doctors, Emmerdale, Amazon Prime Films, helping them get signed by some of the most reputable agents in the business. So you are in good hands, my love. So let's dive in then. We're talking all things method acting, but in particular, we are honing in on the three most boring method acting exercises. Now, why am I calling them boring? They're not boring, but if we are honest with ourselves, what many actors want to do is just dive straight into a scene because our imagination is whizzing and whirring and is chock block full of ideas and we want to play the scene out in full because we know we've got all these ideas. However, when we do this, this can lead to the quicksand of chaotic convention. And you might be thinking, what is the quicksand of chaotic convention? And I'm going to explain that in a moment. But let's go back to these exercises and why you might see them as boring. They're boring because they're the type of exercises that you don't necessarily get instant results from. And it can be frustrating doing them. It's a bit like, you know, going to the gym. Let's say you go to the gym and you're doing bicep curls all the time, but you're not noticing progress or growth in your muscle. And so it become it can become very frustrating doing the same exercises over and over again at the gym. It's not until you've been doing the same exercises at the gym for a period of time that you start to notice the growth and the difference in your muscles. And it's the same with acting. 
you will not see the difference in the growth in your acting muscles until you've committed to a set of proven exercises over a set of time. So what you have to do when I share with you what these exercises are is you have to change your mindset and reframe and move away from this idea that these are boring and say, okay, well, I'm not seeing instant results, but what's the long-term value in them? And the long-term value in these exercises is that you will be connected to characters, connected to your imagination, connected to your creative impulses, connected to the given circumstances in the scene, and you will be offering up a unique performance that no other actor has thought of, that no other actor has cooked up. And that's because you committed to these exercises that, you know, when you first started doing them, seemed pretty boring and seemed pointless. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more later on in the episode. But let's go back to this saying, the quicksand of chaotic convention. You do not want to be taking your performances into the quicksand of chaotic convention. So firstly, how do these performances come about? They come about by you just diving straight into a scene and trying to play it out full, as I mentioned um, a few moments ago. They come from you not doing the necessary preparation. Now, preparation isn't just the character prep work that you do. And character prep work can take on all sorts of um, turns, you know, but it's, it's, not, it's not just about that. The preparation is the preparation of you as an actor as well. And if you are not preparing your instrument and your instrument is your body, and if you're not preparing your imagination way in advance of any audition that you get, way in advance of any performance that you've got to give, then you are going to go down this shaky road of, you know, chaotic conventional performances. So the saying that I used was the quicksand of chaotic convention, which is something Lee Strasberg used to talk about. He was the, well, people call him the godfather of method acting. Um, so let's break this down. What does the quicksand of chaotic convention actually mean when it comes to performances? And why is it important that you avoid this? Well, what I did is go to the dictionary for a dictionary definition, because I always feel the dictionary articulates things very, very well, and it will make a lot of sense. So if we define quicksand Quicksand is loose, wet sand that yields to pressure and sucks anything in. That's important. Keep that in mind because we'll be coming back to that. Chaotic is a state of confusion and disorder. And convention is a way in which something is always done. So if we put these three words back together, the quicksand of chaotic convention, and use this as a metaphor for performances that are not the best. You are not giving your best performance when you are, you know, performing in the quicksand of chaotic convention. What does that mean then? So quicksand sucks anything in under pressure. There's a lot of pressure. Now, what this could mean in your performances is that this pressure is tension. It's nerves. We're just performing under the pressure to get something done to try and do our best. And that's never the best way to perform from. Sucking anything in could be your bad acting habits. Now, that's not to shame you. It's not to criticise you. It's not to make you feel bad. We've all got bad acting habits. Every single one of us. 
and we have to learn what they are. So when you just want to go straight into a scene and play it out and you don't want to honour these method acting exercises that can seem tedious, that can seem boring, this is what's going to happen. You're going to default back to your bad acting habits and you're going to give a performance which is based on pressure, the pressure to perform. And that's not a great place to be performing from. Then if we go to chaotic, well, this is when a scene feels very blurry. It's when you're rushing through it, you're doing anything. There's no control over what you're doing. There's no thought, there's no clarity. It's just a big, blurry, messy confusion of a scene. You will have experienced this at some point. This comes from what we were talking about with quicksand, this pressure, this pressure to perform, this pressure to do our best, this pressure to be the best, this pressure to do something original, otherwise known as nerves, tension, stage fright, audience fright. It all means the same thing. And then convention is a way in which something is always done. So there's nothing ordin- uh, nothing unique Sorry about it. It's very, very ordinary. Now, as a method actor, we don't want to be giving ordinary performances. We don't want to be giving an average performance. We want to be creating performances that are unique. So we're creating unique new moments. We're creating unique characters. We're creating unique behavior that no other actor has thought of because we have invented this ourselves. So if we put those words together, the quicksand of chaotic convention... It basically means you're giving a pressured performance in a state of chaos, confusion and disorder whilst acting in a very ordinary, average way. And it's not something that your audience will really remember. So how do we overcome this then? How do we not deliver an ordinary, average performance that every other actor will do? Because when we think about auditions especially, most actors are making the same safe, predictable character choices. They're making the same safe, predictable scene choices. They're not doing anything different and that is what is stopping them from getting cast and that's what's holding them back from getting their foot in more doors in the industry. So as I've said, we want to be creating unique moments, creating unique characters, creating unique behaviour. And some examples of that is the actor who's currently playing Jeffrey Dahmer in the Netflix series Dahmer. If you've watched it, it's brilliant. He is very, very unique in the scenes. He's giving a lot whilst not doing absolutely loads. He's in control of the performance. There is no tension, nerve, stage fright or audience fright domineering the performance. It's coming from a relaxed place and he's creating these unique moments that are unpredictable. And that's what's keeping us hooked into this series because he's carrying it. His acting is world class. Now, you can get to that, but you have to use these three tedious method acting exercises that I'm going to share a little bit later. And if you haven't watched that series, I highly recommend you doing it. The acting is phenomenal. It's pretty much like a masterclass in acting. If we go back to one of the original method actors from decades ago, and we bring Marlon Brando up into our mind, when he played Vito Corleone, he did not play a mafia gangster the same way many other actors would. What he did is he didn't go for the obvious, which is playing someone who's aggressive, domineering, controlling. What he did is he found the human in that person. And actually, when he dies and has the heart attack, you kind of feel sorry for him. You're like, oh my God, wow. 
And that's because he's found the human essence in this character. He's not played a caricature. And when you are performing from this place of the quicksand of chaotic convention, which is a pressurised performance, it's disordered, there's nothing unique about it, you will generally play caricatures. You will generally default to the easiest emotion you can access, which for a lot of people is anger. So when Marlon Brando was playing Vito Corleone, I had to remind myself, oh my God, he's having a heart attack. That's really sad. Of course it is. But this is a guy who is a mafia mobster who's ordered the killings of so many people and he created that conflict within me, which is the sign of a good actor. So you don't want to be playing the obvious. So how do we do this then? How do we first of all overcome the quicksand we can find ourselves in performances, this sucking in of our bad acting habits, this getting lost in the performance? How do we do that? We use a method acting technique called the chair relaxation. This is an exercise that trains you to become aware of subtle and hidden tension in your body long before it will ever affect a performance. It's an exercise that gets you in control of your performances. And it's an exercise that gets you in control of nerves and stage fright and audience fright very, very quickly. But you have to practice it daily. The minimum recommended is 15 minutes per day. The maximum recommended is about 30 minutes. The reason you would do that daily is because you are acclimatizing your body to accept the commands that you will give it under pressure. Because when you're on stage or on set or at um, an audition or in any sort of performance, there is a certain level of pressure. Usually that pressure is coming only from yourself, what you're putting on yourself. And that leads to nerves, stage fright, audience fright, these bad acting habits. But because you've practiced relaxation, which you should really be doing every single day for a minimum of 15 minutes, your body will now listen to you. You'll be able to spot the the signs of nerves long before they've ruined your performance and you'll be able to get in control of them and you'll be able to relax yourself quickly in a manner that is invisible to the audience. So relaxation, although boring, although it's not it's not something that's, you know, it's not as exciting as jumping straight into a scene and playing it out in full, it's one of the most valued exercises that you could ever work through and commit to on a daily basis. If you do not do that, you are massively doing yourself a disservice because what I see happen is actors only notice the nerves when they've gone to the absolute extreme with the dry mouth, with them forgetting lines, with them forgetting cues, with them not listening to their scene partners. Whereas relaxation, when we do this daily, you will never get to that point because you will have become so self-aware, so aware of your body, you can spot the first sign of nerves in an instant and do something about them. And it doesn't become a big deal. It doesn't become a drama because nerves can become a drama. The second exercise then relates to this um, convention. Remember, convention was the second word in the sentence, quicksand, uh, sorry, chaotic, quicksand of chaotic convention. So chaos was the second word, not convention. That was the last one. Um, This second exercise is a very, very boring one for many actors. But what it does is it replaces the chaos of performances with clarity 
and with concentration and allows us, trains us to be in the present moment. And it is a concentration exercise that takes eight minutes. And again, you really ought to be doing this every single day. 15 minutes relaxation, eight minutes concentration exercise. And I'm going to explain what the exercise is in a moment. But every person has got 23 minutes in their day to commit to their craft. Again, you have to remind yourself, what is the long-term value in me doing this now? Oh, the long-term value is that it's going to get my foot in more doors quicker because I'm going to have a level of talent that other actors don't. I'm going to be creating unique performances that other actors are not thinking of because they're all doing the same thing. I'm going to feel confident in myself as an actor, which means I'm going to be more likely to be proactive and seek out opportunities. Can you commit 23 minutes a day to your acting career? And if you can't, you need to ask yourself, do I actually want to be a professional actor or do I want to be an amateur? Whichever you choose is totally fine. It's your life. So let's go into this concentration exercise then. So what you do for five minutes is you listen in, tune in to all of the sounds around you. That's that's as simple as the exercise is. You're doing that for five minutes. And then for three minutes, you are recalling all the sounds you heard and where you heard them. That's it. Nice and simple. So simple, yet so effective. When actors are not training their concentration, they lack focus in performances. And that's when the performances become chaotic, disordered, blurry. They're rushing through scenes. You don't want to do that. You're listening to this podcast episode because you want to be the best actor you can be. You want to improve your skills significantly. And committing yourself and being disciplined enough to doing eight minutes of that a day is one of the best things you can do for your skills. Yes, it's not jumping into a scene. Yes, it's not playing out a character. Yes, it's not doing emotional work. Yes, it's not doing character prep work. But it bleeds into all of those things. And then the final word was convention. (laughs) which I said earlier. But yeah, it was convention, which means just ordinary. It's the same as what everyone else is doing. So the final method acting exercise that many people find very tedious that can help with convention and overcoming it and helping you to, you know, create unique moments, unique behavior, unique characters, unique responses to other characters, unique emotional responses is sense memory. Sense memory, again, is an exercise that can take you no more than 10 minutes a day to do. So 15 minutes relaxation, eight minutes concentration, and then 10 minutes sense memory, which is 33 minutes a day. That's not a lot, is it? So sense memory is an exercise where you take an object. It's usually best to start with something um, visceral that you can hold in your hands, something tangible like a cup. Um, a makeup brush, it could be um, a plate, anything. Usually we start with the breakfast drink exercise in sense memory. You start with that and you observe the sensory elements of this object that you've got in your hands for five minutes. Then you take that object away and you recreate it for the next five minutes as if it was actually in your hands again, but it's not. The reason we do this is because this is strengthening your imagination. Your imagination is important because when you actively strengthen your imagination daily, what you do is you give yourself the opportunity to make unique choices about the character, unique choices about the scenes, unique choices about the emotional responses. That's very important because that's the thing that's going to make you stand out 
from all the other actors. And your imagination does need working on because whilst you do have a big imagination, as adults, what we have to respect and understand is that we're spending the majority of our living day in our thinking, rational, logical mind, which means that skill gets strengthened, that skill gets developed. And we're not necessarily in our imaginative mind like children are. That's why children are so amazing with their imagination because they're predominantly in that. So therefore, that skill of imagination is strengthening, it's developing. That's why they've got such vivid imaginations and you need a vivid imagination. Therefore, you have to practice it because as adults, it's been knocked out of us. It's rusty. It's not that you don't have a big imagination, you do, but to then express what's in there, that's when the problems occur. That's when we go back to this quicksand of chaotic convention. So they are the three most boring method acting exercises that you ought to be doing daily that are going to make the most profound, or going to have, sorry, the most profound impact on your acting skills. So what I would love you to do is let me know in the comments, if you're listening to this on Standby Method Acting Studios website, what's really landed for you and what's really resonated for you in this episode. And if you're listening on Spotify or Google or anywhere else, leave a review. Now, if you want to learn these three exercises and get guidance on them and feedback on how you're doing and you want your blind spots pulling out and and being made aware to you, we've got an amazing offer on where we've got 12 one-hour slots available for one-to-one tuition, one-to-one method acting tuition where you can get £15 off, but this is only available for the next seven days. So if you would like that, if you would like to get £15 off a one-hour one-to-one method acting coaching session and you would like to get one of those 12 slots available, click the link in the description and we can go through these exercises with you to help you become that actor who delivers unique moment-to-moment performances based on originality, not ordinariness. That's not even a word, but you know where I'm going with that. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. I have absolutely loved hanging out with you and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, aspiring actors. Now, if you did, I'd really love you to subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review. And if you would like weekly injections of inspiration, you'd like mini method acting challenges to keep you making progress with your dreams, come and join the most supportive acting community online by clicking the link in the notes to help you become an unstoppable actor.